Cheers, Dutch. Nothing to celebrate, just that nope. you were back after a weekly absence. Death in the family. De- well, I was. It's okay. They can know. Okay. I'm cool with it. Dutch had a death in the family, and we respect Dutch, so we decided we were going to not do a show last week because he had the funeral and to get all good, mentally get through all that. But we're back, and I was going to make a joke I'm not going to. <laughs> As against my better judgment to make that joke, I was going to be like Jim Ross oh, on the All Out pay-per-view. That's what we're doing, hey. and we're getting into it. We're gonna we got to, we got to do our opening before we jump into it. But I'm excited to talk about this because this is one of the most I don't want to say controversial, but one of the most mixed reaction shows. Oh, it's mixed in it's the history of all elite wrestling. Like, oh yeah, from sure. the from the beginning. So sure. we're yeah yeah what one year removed from year. the All Out, the yeah. first All Out, one year. Which I'm sure it's one year, yeah. So I assume everyone watching knows the history of like how this all came to be. The let's all give, in pay per view. You know. So Cody, everybody knows when Cody, the Bucks, uh, Marty Skrull, uh, Adam Page, they were all the Bullet Club in New Japan and also doing the Bullet Club gimmick for Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, pushed Ring of Honor sales and their, like, I guess, viewership up. Like crazy would sell out building like two thousand three thousand super well people buildings. Oh man, it was great. And uh, I don't, I don't. I, I guess I do buy the story of Meltzer saying something and then them saying, "Well, I bet we can do it." And Meltzer saying, "Well, go ahead and do it." And then they do it and they draw ten thousand plus or however right, right. many the all in pay per view did. But they did an independent pay per view. Never been heard of, or never heard of, never just put it together <laughs> like, and rock. I don't want to say ne- they've not. They've never been heard of. Like the idea, the theory of actually doing that in a coliseum like that. Right, right. It was yeah, done yeah. very well, uh, very successful. Uh, I don't know if the talk, like the talking points, were already in place of them talking to Tony Khan to start a all elite wrestling. If this right, was like right. a trial run i don't know i do know that ring of honor helped them with the production piece of it like that was their ring that was a lot of their setup that they used for the staging for the all-in well then fast forward to a year later not even that the end of that year and moving into the january of 2019 yep and boom the birth AEW all elite wrestling and uh they did double or nothing was their first one right it was all out their first pay-per-view Holy cow, now that you're asking me, I'm blanking. I feel like double or I feel like double or nothing was, was their the first. I think that was the second one because it's double or nothing. Wasn't it all It was all in and then all double in, or nothing. Double or nothing and then all in. Which you can't count all in. All in was an independent pay per view. That wasn't okay. AEW uh, see, that's what I was okay, okay. So double or nothing. Was their first from Las Vegas yeah, was the yeah, first yeah, yeah. initial okay, pay per view. Okay, okay. But All Out has been, I assume, their like mania. Yeah, their mania. Their big, or is like, we should say it's like their SummerSlam. We can definitely say SummerSlam because it's a summer show. But then they have Fighter because Fest. Because if that Fighter was... Fest is a summer show, I don't know. Yeah. But All Out's like their big show. And uh, we it's, watched it. We both watched their... it. Yeah, yeah. Like, Start to finish. Did you watch buy-in? I got a, something flying around me. Do you you got a nap right there. Where's that? Kill that son of a bitch. Right there, right there. You found him. Don't hit your beer, man. Whatever you I'm do. Not. Is he in my beer? Nope. Right there. You see him? Yeah, but he's... 
I don't he know. swatted we'll, we'll him to him. me. No, he's still over <laughs> here, I think. But uh, but yeah. So this is theoretically their big show of the year. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the biggest view. ones. Yeah, and uh, yeah, got a lot of mixed reactions. And like, we'll get into it. I don't want to spend this show. Might be an hour. That might be thirty minutes. It might be forty-five minutes. I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna talk we're about gonna it. Spend we're some gonna time on it. Yeah, I we're can, gonna I pull it up. That. There's a lot to talk about. I mean. There's many different ways you can look at these shows, and I and I need, I need to let you talk. And, so and I know go ahead, because I've talked this whole. No, intro. no, I was going to say because I have a perspective. I have two different perspectives yeah. on it, and when I say it, it's going to make sense on why I feel the way I do, but also I'm going to save it for the actual podcast part instead of the intro. Yeah. What I'm going to say because there is something I'm going to say that's like devil's advocate, but mm. at the same time, the harsh truth. Yes. So. One one piece of business that we do need to get out of the way is we will be moving or taking part in a new YouTube channel. Yes. That was created by somebody we know very well. But it's called the Tuesday. It's C H C H W S D Y for Tuesday. Uh very similar to my Tuesday special podcast. Very, very similar. But uh that in no retrospect shows you who owns the Tuesday channel. <laughs> but uh what we're gonna you start don't doing know is we have agreed to terms with the Tuesday channel where we will offer the Wrestling Open Forum show on the Tuesday channel's website. So you won't be on you. I don't know. I don't know yet. We have to work out some details. I don't know if it's going to be on their YouTube, but I know it's going to be available on their website. So if you go to their website, you'll be able to watch the shows in full. Uh, Still be available on other media platforms. The audio is still available on all podcast platforms. Uh, But yeah, we're excited about it. It's a new company. We're just getting it off the ground. They're doing a lot of stuff. It's like comedy production. Uh, basically anything and everything uh, that creators want to put out. Yeah. And we're in the process of trying to get a bunch of talents and acts to put, like put stuff out through it. it Yeah. So just, if you like go follow their YouTube channel, uh, they're building their website right now. So that's going to be up soon. Uh, they're on Instagram. It's all choose. It's all C H W S D Y. So go check all that stuff. Go follow. Cause it, cause like I said, it's an upstart company just getting started. They all have, they have like one follower on YouTube and, (laughs) <laughs> or one subscriber on YouTube and like four, six, nine followers on Facebook. Four, six, it's nine. Like we're we're getting right into the infant stage of it, and they got some funny shit coming out. So that's my shout out to them. Thank you. You can still watch this right now on the High Spots Wrestling Network mm-hmm. and our Patreon, Patreon.com yep. backslash WF Show. We got the big soon enough. We have some big stuff coming, and I know we've been a little slack, but we've had a lot of shit going on. It's a lot of planning that's, that's and meeting not an up with people. Yes. We have the digital series coming up, the digital pay-per-view, where it's a video game and me and uh, – me, me and Zah. Me and Yeah, me and Zah. Me and Dutch over here are going to do commentary while we're blitzed out of our minds. This is going to be it's our be so AEW. funny. Yes, we this book, is our – We book, and depending on how well the pay-per-view goes, you know, we might start our own little company digitally. Our own little E-Fed. Ooh, E-fed, E-Fed, and I we're like going to do, E-Fed. yeah, we're going to start at E-Fed, and we're going to do commentary for him, and uh, I, I, I will take the responsibility of making inappropriate comments. Welcome to Ross. the EFWE Federation Wrestling. I'm pretty sure that's, I'm, there's a North Carolina organization called EWF. God dang it. EFW, you said EFW. Yeah, I said EFW. Why EFW? Internet? Well, high FW then? The E-Fed of Wrestling. E-Fed of Wrestling. Okay. The Eternal Federation 
I I'm, hate. I'm just because now it sounds like we're sucking souls. Now it sounds like we're a backyard wrestling <laughs> company. Yeah, this is this is. If how, you're watching this, tell us what you think it should be called. And if you're listening to this, understand that this is the exact conversation that we had when we were 15 years old, and we had a makeshift ring or trampoline built in the backyard like a wrestling ring, and we were naming our promotion. I used to beat the hell out of Did my brother. Did you have a backyard promotion? Yes. What, what was it called? We didn't call it shit. Mine, I, think, backyard. I think mine was XWF, which was later stolen by Hulk Hogan and uh, Jimmy Hart. You want to know something they do, Isn't the thing they did in Florida XWF? Wasn't it? No, CW or FCW? No, it was XWF. No, oh, no, no. Hogan, Hogan, Like Hogan. the one they did in the studio, it never made it anywhere. Well, of course. XWF. They didn't know how to fund it. The, yeah. I mean, they had funding, but they didn't know what to fund. That makes sense. But yeah, so this is... we're having a backyard something? wrestling conversation. Yes. No joke. I made a... Talking about Keith Lee and uh, wait, what? Jeff Cobb's finisher? No. Oh, dude. That's ah, another topic for another, another day. Another topic for another day, yeah. So, <laughs> Thank God he's back in his tights. My brother can 100% back me up on this. The first year that you were able to download wrestlers to the internet for the community. For gaming? Uh, uh, for WWE when they made the 2K series yeah. and THQ or whatever. I'm pretty sure it was the 2K series where they had the community creations. Mm -hmm. And you could, um, you know, send wrestlers to the community and yeah. they could play with them. Well, I created a wrestler. Uh, There's two wrestlers I created that year. One, Logan James. <clears throat> He's been a, a staple in every one of my games. And then there's another one that I created when WrestleMania 2000 was out. Mm -hmm. And I just created that guy. And his name was Real American. <laughs> that sounds I, like Ryan. No, I think that was all American was Ryan's name. Well, Ryan, so you know I, Ryan Jacobs? My buddy Ryan? Oh, yeah, 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 his, yeah, yeah. His name in backyard wrestling was all, the All-American. Yeah, I know, Ryan. Yeah. So I did Real American. Nice. And at first, it was just like me, 10-year-old. Oh, no, it was... Three ten. Okay, I was it was thirteen year old me. Okay, so you yeah. So we created this guy. I created this guy. He had a tight ponytail, you know, Sean like, where it was braided down. There we go. So he had tight blonde hair with a braid down the middle. He had like a grizzly beard. Of course he did. And was it black with blonde hair? What his hair? No, it was just straight blonde. Oh, well, you mean beard the, beard, was black? the beard was uh, like dark, darker oh, like, than blonde, like, but it was like, like it Hollywood wasn't Hogan. blonde. Hollywood Hogan. No, no, no. It wasn't black with blonde. It was a darker blonde. Uh, it didn't match the hair, but it was just darker blonde. But then, uh, <clears throat> you know, swole six. I feel like when you see people like that in real life, you know you're going to get into a fight. Dude, he looks like you would fight with him. It's so, like in, like if you like if you walk into a bar and you see a guy with jet blonde long hair and oh. a black beard or dark Damn beard. It. <laughs> You know he's fighting somebody. He's going to beat your ass. Yeah. So <clears throat> he has the, uh, the British bulldog pants that were white with red and blue pattern on it. So he was British. No, no. It didn't, it, it oh, didn't, it didn't have, have a British flags? look. Oh. It wasn't flag. It was just okay. a red, white, and blue patterned pants. But it but it was British bulldogs back in like 99 or yeah. whatever. So Say bulldog down the inside. And then obviously the boots were bulldog boots. But yeah. I put an American flag bulldog? on what, there. Were you a bulldog mark? At that time, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of a bulldog. I'm not mad bar. at it. I'm yeah. not mad at it. Um, I love the British Bulldog then. Oh, I do too. So, I still do. And his mo his moves were the spear and the jackhammer. I wonder who of I copied course. there. Of course. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> I made this guy for years, right? <laughs> I put him into the game. Or I put him in the community. Oh, man. He's on his theme songs. 
Is that how it goes? I think. Are you sure? Goldberg? I already did that. We're get, we're into the horns now, Dutch. I'm just making sure we're doing it right. Well, when I put him in there, literally the year that I put him in there was the year that Cesaro and Jack Swagger became the real Americans. Gimmick infringement. Super pissed. They looked at that game. They looked at the game. They found your character, and they were like, hey, this is like a good gimmick. I'm just saying. I believe it. I'm just Can't tell me nothing else. Can't tell me nothing. (laughs) (laughs) The... uh, I feel like me and Ryan, going back to Ryan, which is crazy because I talk to him. I don't talk to him much anymore. Uh, I'm more, a lot less than I really wish I would. Uh, when you we, said his name, I was like, I'm just not used to like seeing the or first his night. Name. That this is this is a perfect example of how wrestling can bring people together. The first night that me and him hung out, I talked to him into going to get WWF No Mercy. Oh, man. And we played it all night, and the character that became a staple for when he got a new game or I got a new wrestling game was called Pat, Patty Muldoon. Patty Muldoon. It was a, and he, was, he had red hair, ginger, <laughs> like the Lash LaRue yep, yep, uh, sideburns, yep, yep. Uh, green pants, white shirt. Man, and was this Lash LaRue? And suspenders. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was the staple for our wrestling games. I can't wait to see the people that you create. I have a ton, by the way. I'm not going to create anybody. I'm just going to call commentary and get a job. By the way, they're just (laughs) I'm going to get a job doing drunk commentary. (laughs) Well, that was our intro. That was. I'm ready. You ready again, Doug? Let's get into it. I'm ready to talk. All right. Topic. Well, don't. The singular singular topic for the show today. AEW. All-out review. Dutch is going to man the card. We're yep. just going to go through. We're, we're not talking about... Are you okay with not talking about a buy-in? Anybody can I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, I I was here and is, there for it. I wasn't all the way listen, in the buy-in. I love two people who I'm friends with are Joey Janela and mm-hmm. Serpentico. But I wish... That match almost felt like a... AEW dark match where Janela got 60% of the offense. Right, right. And, yeah, I, yeah. and I really didn't appreciate it because I think I know what Sprintico is capable of. And you have to at some point, if he's under contract, I don't know if he's under contract or not, is he? Sprintico? I don't know. If he, if he is under contract, well, I assume he's under contract because he he's, getting, be, he's, he's there getting every spots. Week. Yeah, he's getting spots. Um, if you're if he's under contract, you have to start building him up. You can't have him keep losing. And I know Janela's in this whole thing with with Jericho. Yep. At some point, like because Jericho did what he did, but still, like you have to. He has to have a good showing. You can't have him do these cool moves and then just get pinned every time. Or you he, you're gonna bury him to the point where he, there's no comeback. Yeah, I know what him. you mean. Yep. That's all I'm gonna say about the buy-in. But did the 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 pay per view open with the big swole versus Britt Baker at Correct. the doctor office? Yeah. All right, you. I'm gonna let you because I have a strong opinion about this, and I love. I've never met Britt Baker. I love Ariel. I I'm okay with Britt Baker. Um, I feel like that's the girl that they're. I, I'm like I said, I'm okay with her. I think she's obviously the one of the cornerstones for the company that they want to build on. 
But well, she's not, is is she not the only one out of the four from All In that like her? It was her, Tessa, Chelsea Green, and one more. You remember All In, like the four way, yeah. the women's four way? God, I don't remember who was in that. Maybe, match. maybe. But you have to remember, I'm not good at remembering matches years ago or a year ago. It can, wasn't was it? It wasn't Serena Deeb, was it? I couldn't tell you. I don't know. There was That's there was you. four. And she's the only one that like they kept out of that hole. Yeah, yeah, because Chelsea that went to group. WWE. Yeah, Chelsea went to WWE. Tessa went to Impact. Yep. It's so weird. I they can't all th- remember. All, four of them went to four different locations. It was Britt, Tessa, Chelsea Green. God, how, how can I not remember who that last person was? Well, you think about it while we talk about it. I can't. So, <clears throat> you give me your thoughts first. I have a strong opinion. I just got one thing it. to say. Now, one thing I did read before is this was a, a, from what I've read, this was supposed to be on the buy in. And then after Tony Khan watched the footage, he decided to put it on the actual pay per view. I didn't hate it and I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I watched it, I was more, huh. Like, mm-hmm. I literally was just like, oh, okay. I will remember it for the wrong reasons. Okay. I think I'll remember it for the wrong reasons because I like Swall a lot. Mm-hmm. She's on. I'm glad she went over. Yeah. So she that that's my thing. That's yeah. why, that's one of the things I will remember. Hey, remember when Swall went They're over on Britt Baker yeah. over Britt Baker's match type. You yeah. know, like, I, I like that she and got I, that push. Um, I also read that they did this. Because Brit isn't one hundred percent fully recovered. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy for her to yeah. do a vignette, which cool. Whatever. Um, a lot of it was super campy. It was yeah. like watching an episode, and I'm not shitting on my favorite show, but it was like watching an episode of Power Rangers. Oh. It was campy. I thought you were going to say it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I love that show. I do too. That's, that's, a, that's a good campy, but though. it's yeah. The, um, some of the some of the the moves, not even moves, but the kicks and the punches and and the leading the person to the next room and stuff like that, just seemed yeah. like a a B rated movie. And I know we're talking about wrestling here because you know they're not professional actors, but I'm, it, I'm about to back up your claim right but, here. But man, I know they can do better. Yeah, because Lou, there was like, you let me put your foot out a little bit. It was like, uh. Like what is oh, what is that? Yeah. Like a lot of it, I, I don't know. I just wasn't behind the match. I enjoyed it because of Swole and Britt Baker. Now, but if this was two people I did not care about, mm-hmm. I would have shit on it more. Now the buildup was amazing. Yes, I will, I yes. will give them credit for yeah. the writing and, and the storyline telling of the buildup yeah, too. Right, it. I, I loved it. Here's my thing. I'm not saying that WWE created. The cinematic matches, like the cinematic form of mm-hmm. of match presentation, because ultimately Impact did it. But I want to—I don't know. I've seen if you go on YouTube, you can find there's a thing called the inter, the Independent Championship Wrestling Championship or something like that. Yeah. yeah. That uh, God, what's his name? He's in WWE now. He's gonna hate me because I can't remember his name. I love him to death. Uh, the little black guy that was a manager that was in Evolve. Stokely, oh, Stokely Hathaway. Yep, Stokely. Stokely Hathaway had it, and he wrestled. There, there's a, an amazing film sequence match 
on there. I think it's called the Internet Wrestling Internet Wrestling Championship. I could be completely wrong. It's something it's something in that form. It's like the championship of all of independent wrestling. Yes. Yeah. I know. And uh, it was him versus Orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. and it was like filmed as a fight scene from a movie, and it is so excellently done that I don't excellently. know. Excellently. Excellently. The beer's starting to talk. <laughs> uh, I'm starting to feel it. The um, like. My thing is, if you're going to do something of this nature, especially coming off the heels of a WrestleMania that had two matches mm-hmm. that were based on a film-esque presentation, yeah, yeah, you have to present it to the standard that has already been created. Yes, yes, and, and that I and just felt like it was sloppy. When WWE ultimately, who is the masters of production, put something out, and you even go back to the delete, deletion series that, yeah, Impact. that Impact did. Yeah. Looks 10 times better than what you're presenting. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand why you think that you can present something like this. And it, it, it looked it looked thrown together. It looked half-assed done from a production standpoint. Yeah. Not from a... Pre, not, from, not from them. Yeah, not from the talent involved. Yeah. The talent, I think that... Uh, I, I always want to call her Ariel. I think that Swole and Britt Baker and even Rebel or Reba, whatever her name is. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She Like, all of them did an amazing job yeah. of presentation. Right, right. It's just that the production value is not up to par with what has already been presented. It was just that's my lazy. Pro- that's my problem yeah. with it. Is I watched like I watched her for instance, and spoiler alert if you never if you haven't well not really. Like the way it opens is is Swole pulls up in like a Bentley or something like that or like a some yeah, kind of nice yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, we thought it was Brit. We thought it was Brit and she gets out. And I'm like, okay, first off, if you're going to film like I don't know. I, this is I Production, production, Patrick's talking. Go. If you're going to present a film esque, and and you're marketing it as a cinematic presentation, uh, cinematic match presentation, like do some color grading on the footage. Don't just just shoot it and look like that you just went out and shot it and you edited it together. For wrestling matches, I get it. You want everything to be consistent. You want it doesn't have to be that, but you're you're trying to present this film esque match. Um, the two best ones that we too, can think of so far that have happened was Bray Wyatt with John Cena. Mm-hmm. They, they, well, they went in, but the thing is, it was edited for them to. Um, well, okay, here, here's another one. Um, mm-hmm. The other one was the um, Boneyard match. That wasn't just more shot. So, it wasn't just more shot. So the Boneyard match than the Firefly. That's what, match. right. That's what I'm saying is because there was they edited the the look of it, the contrast, the yes. grain. Yes, they, they it looked added like a film. It. it looked like you were watching yes, a film. Yes, that's what I know. And what you're talking about. Instead of like, it looking like a wrestling match, it's supposed to be that cinematic and vignette. Also, to go like even further, the deletion series or final deletion that Hardy and yeah. Jeremy Borash yeah. did at Hardy's house. Like you're telling me that, like Jeremy Borash, maybe one or two camera people, and Matt Hardy mm-hmm. can put together a better production team than Kevin Sullivan and all his crew. Like, come on, Kevin Sullivan's over there. Kevin, it's we had this. Oh, talk. that's right. We, we have this talk every time. There's two Kevin Sullivans in wrestling. Continue. There is a Kevin Sullivan that was a Booker yep. that was the Taskmaster. Yep. And then there's a Kevin Sullivan that was a always do that that, like, that does production for <laughs> AEW. Anyways, continue. Um, but my thing is, is listen, if you're an up and 
I don't even want to say up and coming company. If this is the first presentation you ever have outside of, I don't even consider the uh, what was the football field thing they did. Yeah, I don't the consider gridiron that. whatever. Yeah. I don't consider that like a cinematic match. That was just like a match going across, going around the, arena, stadium. the stadium. Yeah, and God, damn it, you you've got to kill that thing. This is this thing's pissing me off. He's been hanging out for a minute. He did not pay to get in this <laughs> private shoot. But, um, I ain't got my five bucks. But yeah, so if this is the first promoted cinematic match yeah. that you're presenting, you have to put more time and effort into it. I think the and effort wasn't like, there. Yeah, I don't think, I think they were like, oh, well, I think, once again, this does not come back on the talent involved. I think this is a production standpoint. Mm -hmm. You have to think about shots more. If you if if that isn't Kevin's forte or whoever shot it, if that's not their forte is that film style look or that film style fight scene. Yeah. There was so many like I watched it and immediately when she walked in and she hit I'm, I'm going to keep saying Rebel because I know her from Impact Rebel hit her with the clipboard. From that point on, I was like, there's so many better ways they could have shot this. Yeah, this so is like they're just going to follow her with the camera. Follow yep. with the camera and just shoot it like a wrestling match. Yep. And you can't do that this day and age. You might have been able to do that when nobody had done this. Yep. But when the when the status has already been the status quo has already been set yep. of what the presentation should be, yep. and you're trying to compete, then you should put that production value in there. And I think the first match didn't set and, up the next match very well. And the first thing out of the gate. Like that's the first thing. Like so, that's the first thing people see. Once again, when I, I mean, I'm nobody. When I book wrestling shows, and one thing that I am, I'm not against, but I'm very hesitant of is dark matches. And the reason I'm hesitant of dark matches is you never know when somebody watches that dark match, especially if you. Okay, I don't. Should I explain dark matches? Well, yeah, it's not even dark matches, pre-show matches. So that's for the best the, way for to put it, because then that way everybody knows. We know what a dark match is. Yes. A dark match is but not we, recorded. Like, well, technically it's not recorded. Well, but it's now a match. It it's a match that happens before, before you go live yep. on a, like a pay-per-view or yep. uh television. So it's not really even a dark match. But that's in when a it, sense. Whiz, it was a dark match because it wasn't filmed. By definition, it, it's not even a dark match for us at PWX because we don't go live on really anything unless we're going live on like fight or something. How many have I ever recorded? I mean, we like, we, we usually just record a hard cam. A hard cam. That's what I'm saying. But, I'm usually um, not out there. It's a, it's, a way, it's a way for us to check all of the technical pieces and right. make sure everything's working before the yep. show starts. Yep. That's that's really what it is. It's also a way for people that come help set up to be looked at if we got right. people we yeah, want to look yeah, at. Yeah. But uh, where my hesitation is with that is if this is a person's first time coming to see your product, that's the first impression. And I'm very big on first impressions is you cannot yep. take back a first impression. Yep. So if you put two guys out there Hopefully not. Hopefully they go out there and kill it. But if you put two guys out there that shit the bed, that's the first impression that these people and get. They're gonna be sour. Yes, and that's not what I want. They can say, "Well, the rest of the show is good, but that first match was terrible." And, like, I, oh, and I hate that, that every time. And I have to, and I have to overcome that that fear. You got to put a hell yeah. of a show. And the the thing that stood out to me in this match the most was the syringe spot. Yeah, I, unneeded. I mean, um. When I watched it, I, I, I appreciated. More. I I think it was made. I think it was done for you to cringe. 
That that's but what I was I thinking. Loved yeah, the cell job that Britt Baker did yes. of her leg being numb. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, so that's what I like. So when they do, it's like, that's wow. That's mm. I was like, no, I don't like this. It's and, very. And then she was just like, <laughs> it's very. There, there was a spot in death matches, or I quote unquote death matches or hardcore matches, where they would stick a syringe through the cheek, yes, of somebody, yeah, and it was just for visual, yep. And I think Apparently that was super the same, easy to go through. Yeah, that was the same kind of concept yep. that they were going for. Yep. But, but I, uh, I had that, and I was like, oh, that sucks. But we have like a ton of matches and a ton of shit to talk about, and we spent. I think we spend more time on, on that because of like the yeah. the setup for the rest of the show. I'm all for. Listen, I'm all for. People doing cinematic matches, I love them. Turn your fucking phone hey man on vibrate. I told you that four times before we started. It was, and then I double tapped it. Ass Jesus monkey, Christ. you can double tap your phone, turn off vibrate. Yeah, you don't have a little clicker. No, on the it's side? right there. I just did it. That's... Listen, turd, get an iPhone. Fucking iPhone. Whatever. Let me say for the ones in the back. Fucking you remember, iPhone. You remember when your phone was dying and we had to bring a thing? Mine don't ever die. Well, that's bullshit. No, it don't. My phones die. No, they don't. But plus, you don't use your phone like I use my phone either. How do you know? I'm constantly do you doing know? everything on my phone. I'm always promoting stuff. Promoting? Sure. You're promoting. You're texting. Watching Netflix. Have text. you watched The Boys? I want to. Watch that shit. All we'll right, we'll talk about topic. it later. Yes. Dylan's so, on it. Dylan's on it. He's oh, like, dude, watch it. And and like this all this Netflix, all this bullshit about putting out three episodes and then waiting till the next Friday to put out three more episodes and waiting for the next Friday to put out three more. Yep. Right there. By the way, I just want to uh, say one thing. So mm-hmm. CBS said, <laughs> same thing I did. They were like, there was too much silliness and not mm-hmm. enough meat. Yes. Like during the match. I, I agree with that. Especially for that big buildup. Right, right, right. Um. So the but next yeah, match. We, yeah, I was about to say, we spent enough time to the on that. If, yeah, last stand or last Comment? piece of advice. AEW, if you're going to do cinematic matches and you're going to promote them as cinematic matches, please put the time and put effort. the time and effort into it. So next the match. next match was uh, the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. So I liked it. I think it was a good rebound. Yes, because one, uh, you know what you're going to get with the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Two. You know what you're going to get with uh, Jungle Boy. He's looking better and better every week. I love him. Also, I think Luchasaurus is more popular than we think. I agree. I think, and my brother brought this up when we were watching it, and I was thinking it as he was saying, because when I'm watching him, I'm like, man, I love him. Mm -hmm. Because he, he pretends to be a monster. He mocks it so much better than being a monster. And I love that about him because... They're they're making Luchasaurus now, and I like that they're doing this. Is Jungle Boy gets in there and gets dirty, mm-hmm. and he's taking all that offense against yeah. him. And it's like if you tag in Luchasaurus, and recently yeah. it has been this way. He's got to come you, back. He's got the comeback. Mm-hmm. He's the big guy. He can end the match when he wants to, and that's what he's. Been, and what I loved, you know this. Uh-huh. I'm not a big Young Bucks guy. I like Smarmy. Heelish young bucks though. Yes, oh, I, I've always said they're better heels than faces. Uh, and I looked at Dylan. I was like, dude, I love this. Yeah. I said th- th- them being a heel. Them I being, love it. Them being arrogant assholes is the best young bucks that you'll ever get. You know what the best one was? What? The best heel move they did in t- the entire match. Jungle Boy was crawling to Luchasaurus, mm-hmm. and uh, no hair Nick came across and super kicked him. Was like, 
<laughs> yes. I mean, like right off the eye, I loved it because yes. the, the, the grin was great. Um, the match itself was like super good. I totally enjoyed those two going back and forth, back and forth. Obviously, we knew uh, the Young Bucks. I, I knew the Young Bucks were going to win, and it's because they had something to prove in this match. Oh, okay. Pearson sleep on time. Oh, okay. Um, Three, two. Yeah, you knew they had something to prove in the match. Let me say something. Wait, say it again. You knew oh, okay. they had something to prove three, in the match. You, you pick up three. They had something to prove in this match because they've been doing the whole FTR thing. Uh, Hangman Page and um, Omega, you know, they've been doing a lot of that. Yeah. They're, they're grumpy. I, they're I pissed. Like... And they went in. It's like, I hate that Luchasaurus and... Jungle Boy are the sacrifice for mm-hmm. this pay-per-view, but they didn't just lay down and die. There yes. were times where I was like, man, they might win this, dude. Well, this I mean, this is a consistent story through the entire pay-per-view, and this is one of the things I really liked about it, is I like that the, I call them the EVP or AVPs or EVPs or whatever, executive vice presidents. Mm-hmm. They feel like they've done their part of being the faces, of, like not not the faces of the company, the faces in the company. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah. were so loved when they first started. They've done their time being loved, so now you'll see, like we'll, tell, we'll get into it. You you see, like the heel Omega start coming yeah. out. Yeah, you, we can get to a heel Cody. We can get to the heel Young Bucks. They don't yeah. they don't feel like they have to be the faces. It was a good transition. Not and when I say faces, I don't mean faces of the company Wait. because they've done an excellent job not being the faces of the company. And it's it's a great transition for them to go from being the face yes. to the heel. Yes, because it's the thing that I like the I most. Think they're more marketable as the heels. Correct. A lot of yeah. Them. And the thing uh, that I like about AEW than I do. Uh, WWE is they have a slower burn on their heel turns. Agreed. I think their heel turns, I, I feel like it should be a personal level kind of thing, that inner fight within yourself. And, you know, people are like, well, it should be every real. single person, yes, every single it person be, goes with, should, within inner conflict. It should be movie-esque. Yeah, you see it progress. And we've well, seen it for weeks now with Adam Page against mm-hmm. the Young Bucks that he's just been on the wrong side. He's been on their bad side, and, it, and it's progressing and progressing it's, and progressing. It's no secret, insider baseball, in order for a heel to be successful, you have to create a scenario where the heel feels like they are in the right with what they're doing. Right. And if you do that, it's the same, the same concept as a villain, villain in a movie. Like, we, yeah. we both love Marvel. Right, with Thanos. Every, yeah. yeah, like my the one of the best uh, representations of this uh, – idea is daredevil on netflix oh yeah, yeah yeah the what was the big boss's name kingpin kingpin yep he was doing what he was doing to clean up hell's kitchen right in his mind and matt murdoch's like that's not yeah, how that's you not do how you it. clean it up and right. that, I, i've always told people that's one of my fa- that's one of my favorite marvel presentations another, ever an- another one that i'm going to compare it to mm-hmm. is um like mysterio yeah in uh far from home yes he is doing what he's doing because Tony Stark made fun of like one of his mega ideas and called yeah. it a barf. Yeah. And, and that's the, like, how would you feel if he made fun of you in front of millions of people? It's yeah. like, dude, and you want to get back at somebody. But exactly. like you said, you see that build up, you see mm-hmm. the slow burn. I'm like, especially with the Kenny Omega, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. But the Young Bucks and, um, Jurassic Express, I, I, you always know what you're going to get with Jurassic Express, and I think that's something 
that is becoming more and more loved about them is, hey, whenever they come out to the ring, you're good to go. You know what you're going to get. Same, same thing with the Young Bucks. Even though I'm not a big fan of them, I mean, I'm getting there. But not positive and negative. Uh, ne- I'll go negative first. Negative is we've seen this match so many times. Right. Positive is every time they have this match, you see a little bit more of what Jurassic Express is possible. Is, right. Like, yep. is, is yep. possible. What sort the of potential. For? Their potential yeah. to yep. get to that next level. And that's what I liked about it a lot is every time I watch them, they get better yes. and better and yeah. better. Yeah. Okay. So, next match. The next match is the Casino Battle Royal. <sighs> All right. So, before Patrick completely obliterates this, I will say this. On AEW Dynamite, that run-in altercation shit they were doing when everybody was running in and everybody's punching and kicking was atrocious. And then people were coming out of the entranceway. I think it was like Sean Spears or something. And yeah. he's like walking. And he looks like he's going to walk back into the other one. Like, why? That's unnecessary. So It's overbooked. Yes. One, it's overbooked. Second thing... um, was when they were showing that altercation on Dynamite, the camera angles were complete ass. Yeah. What are you shooting? You need to tell a story when you're shooting, and they weren't. It was just, and, and my thing is too, way too many tag teams in it. Yeah. Way too many tag teams. So when you're watching this Battle Royal, you know it's going to be a single star mm-hmm. because it's for a future heavyweight title match. So when you have eight damn tag teams in there, you you know that's one of the single stars are going to win it. I'm just, I'm not a fan of Battle Royals in the middle of a pay-per-view. It needs to be at the beginning. Well, I just don't, I don't like it. It, it takes away, it lasts, it, it takes way too long. Yeah. I get it. I understand from a company standpoint, it's a way to get everybody on the show. Yeah, yeah. And, but. I do like their idea of it, though. I think I think, their idea I think it was neat. a good if it's you're good gonna concept. do it, if you're gonna do it, do it on the buy-in. I can like understand let that, that be yeah. let that be the big like the big attraction for the buy-in. Sure. Yeah, everybody yeah. can watch it. There's a reason. You still get everybody on the show, you still get everybody a payday or everybody under contract, whoever I think most of them that were in that was under mm-hmm. contract. Then you have all your contracted people, they get to go do the thing and you progress the storyline without taking any time away from any of the matches. The point is you want people to it's, buy the pay-per-view. So when they see the showcase of that battle royal, they're like, Oh, all these people are on there, that's cool. But I understand why they want to do it because Matt Sidell shows up and they're like, Whoa, it's Matt Sidell. Yeah. And speaking speaking of Matt Sidell, who I love, absolutely love. Uh by the way, I had anybody, somebody text me and go, Was that Matt? Was that what was his name? Uh, Evan, Evan Bourne. Bourne. Was yeah. that Evan Bourne? I'm like, you don't know. That's yes, yes. The, <laughs> my thing about his slip oh, was man. it that is more me. impressive that he was able to take a back, back bump, bump out of that than anything. Oh my god, that was and my thought exactly yes. when he went. Oh no, and he was upside down. And the fact and that he, I've seen him do that move on. Raw on SmackDown on any WWE programming in PWX in like a number of other other independents and I've never seen him mess it up. I've never seen him mess it up. The last I don't I don't agree. I understand he was trying to make an impression, Uh, and somebody might have said, "Listen, we need the shooting star because it's a big thing." 
But when you have that many people in a, in a ring and you don't know who's hitting the ropes at the time you're supposed sweaty. to jump, yeah, it's, you, it's too risky. Yeah. And that's the first thing I tell you about Battle Royals is there's no reason to come off the top rope. Yeah. And once again, overproduced. I think he was set up for failure, which With is which is something which is somewhat something that no one has mentioned. Everyone's like, I can't believe he botched. I can't believe he botched. Oh, he screwed up his his first look at AEW. No, he didn't. And this that, is, that, this that's is this what, is somebody who you know what you're getting. And that's what me and Dylan said. He came out. We're like, what? Hell, so we're, you know, <laughs> yeah. as fans, we're hype. Hell yeah, Matt Seidel. He comes out. He did something before the shooting star press, did he not? Mm-hmm. What did I can't remember what he did, but he, he did. did uh, what did he do? Damn it. He did like one of his signature like ground game moves. It was like a DDT or something. He did something. He did some like kick Outside, in. Right? What was it in? He might he might did a springboard something. He did something, and I can't remember what it was, but I was yeah, like, oh, and Go bless ahead. you. Go ahead. But uh, he. Again, light, go away. There it is. So he comes out. Me and Dylan are hype. He gets up there. Botch. Boom. Yeah. Hobbs goes over there. And to- I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. This is the first piece of the fact that this pay-per-view was snake-bitten. Oh, because of that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that happens, and I go, fuck. And Dylan was like, hands on the head. And he's like, that sucks for him because now people, marks, are going to go and bitch that he yeah. botched, he botched. And I'm like... He botches one time, and then you want to put his head on the stake. Hashtag fuck marks. That was for you, by the way. Oh, appreciate that, it. that was for them, actually. Sorry, not for you. Appreciate it. But, uh, but seriously, like, get over it. People botch, okay? Yeah. And if anything, it makes it more realistic when somebody botches because nobody's perfect. So Dude, I, yeah. don't, I don't – it, it sucks it that was it was scary. a botch. It was scary until I saw how he fell. Yeah, when I, when I saw the back bump. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> and that is – like anybody that watches that is gonna be like, oh, he botched his own move. But the fact that he was able to maneuver his body to take a back bump or on his hip, kind of oh. like, is insane to me. That yeah, he has that much body control. Yeah, right. And um, uh, but another thing is the Darby bump was the stupidest thing, most unnecessary thing I've ever seen in my life. So when they were setting it up, Dylan told me he's like, by the way, this bump he's about to do, he's done this a thousand times apparently. I've never seen this bump. And Dylan's like, he's, he's he's done it before, so get ready for this. And I'm like, what do you mean? Puts him in a damn body bag yeah. with thumbtacks. If you if you haven't seen it, he puts him in a body bag with thumbtacks and throws him outside this onto is, the ramp. This is the problem, is Darby is going to turn himself into a one-trick pony. It has to. He yeah. already is. Is... I don't think he's he, there yet, but he the the appeal he, of him. Darby's is, a good wrestler, yes, a very good wrestler, and he thinks that on the only thing he can bring to AEW, I'm speaking in my perception, is these crazy ass bumps, which yep. is the farthest from the truth. He can, and he I hate so it for him more. because he he can bring so much more to that program than just getting put in. And I've seen him now. I've seen him take this bump at Evolve. With just a power bomb, like on the in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That him getting thrown. That's onto, what I thought. Him was getting happen. thrown over the top, over the ropes is was unnecessary. So and I don't know if it, I assume it was his call. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I know Cage. I don't think Cage would do that out of 
Hey, let me put you in a body bag. There's well, no, no way he did that. I don't that. think he would improv and just throw him over the top rope. That's the stupidest thing ever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like, listen, I understand. Like, it's con- it's known that Darby said that he's just in wrestling to get to acting, to get to Hollywood. Really? To try- yeah, he doesn't want to wrestle his entire life. He just wants to He wants to move on from did it. Did not know that. But you're going to be, you're going to have a broken neck and be paralyzed before and not you ever act. get there. Yeah. And that I don't, sucks. it's just, it's um, like, this is what I'm saying is you, this is where AEW needs to learn that you don't have to have this shock value throughout your entire show to get an audience. Your product is good enough there to grasp an audience. Right. You don't have to do these, this stupid shit. And if it's not the producers, then you're letting inmates run the asylum. Yeah. Yeah. You need yeah. to, you need to start regulating that shit. And, but and, that's what people get mad at for WWE because they regulate everything. Well, that's the thing is, is there's a there's it's a fine balance, right? Is you can you have to have somebody there to say, listen, that's stupid. Yeah, don't do that. We we want you on Wednesday for Dynamite or yeah. Tuesday or whenever the fuck Dynamite is. Yeah, like Wednesday. We want you for Dynamite. Yeah. We don't need you to get injured. Right, right. Just when, like, it, it, like, just like, we don't. There's no need to put a fucking, and we're gonna get to this to put a lift up to ten feet, and then get speared off of it. Yeah, it does nothing for the match. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yep. And it's super dangerous. Yep. There's no. We'll point. We'll, we'll get yes. to that. Um. So we're already at forty-seven minutes. That's cool. So <laughs> something that uh, I, I didn't like was Sunny eliminated somebody and I cannot remember who she eliminated. Mm-hmm. But I thought to myself, that is a great elimination for her. Mm-hmm. That's a great elimination. That puts her over. Yep. And literally 10 seconds later, she got eliminated. And I thought that was a bad spot for her because you could have made so much of it. That's what I'm saying. Sunny goes out. Or not out. Boom. Knocks out the person. God, I can't remember who the hell she knocked out. But I remember thinking. I think I, I think I know. I can't remember who it was, but I think because I remember. Because it was a good knockout. I was like, what? Sonny knocked them out. And then I think it was Brian Cage that knocked out Sonny. Yeah. And I thought they should have rode that. Boom. And Sonny's kind of like, Yeah, I did that. Sell it for so a then somebody's like, oh, you think you're hot shit. Okay. And then Sonny's like. Yeah, yeah, pump yourself up. They go at it, boom, another em- elimination. Mm-hmm. And they're feeling like you just kind like of let it sit for Yeah, a let it let it simmer. Let it, let it make a even, moment. Either A, build it, get, mm-hmm. build build Sunny right there or like you said, simmer it. There's two different ways they could have done that, but I did not like that. Boom, Sunny knocks out this person, Brian Cage, boom, knocks out Sunny. Now she's out. I'm like, "Well, that sucks." Yeah. Um the final four, I understand where they were going for cuz it was the butcher Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy Williams, yeah, um, Eddie Kingston, Lance Archer, and um, Matt Seidel. Yeah, so I'm cool with Matt Seidel. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with Archer and Eddie Kingston. I do. Um, I love. I love that Archer won it. I do too. Um, I like that they're pushing Butcher once again. That's a person that we need a crowd for. Mm-hmm. We need to gauge them. Um, I don't think uh, they wanted the tag. They wanted the tag team. Against the two single competitors mm-hmm. is what they're doing. Yeah, I get that. Cool, whatever. If it was me, I would have done somebody else, like Darby or or Brian Cage or well, Brian somebody. Cage won it last year, so you have to be careful. Te- with him. That's what I'm saying. Tease it though. Yeah, tease it. 
that's okay to tease. Like, don't pull the Roman well, Reigns and have it win over the, and I over. I think I walked away. Who was the last one eliminated? Uh, he eliminated Eddie Kingston. Okay, so you could go into that was a cool. The, with Eddie. Eddie Kingston almost There's lost two his heels. Shit, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, Makes there, there could have been something more to it. I would have been okay. Did you find you missed it? No, I missed it. But damn it, I would have changed the last person probably to Brian Cage. Um, well, whoever I'm okay whoever with that because that teases program, it since he won it last time. Whoever you want to have a program with Archer moving forward. Yeah. Like, it gives you yeah. a reason to have matches. Like, let them be married for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Archer is a great oh, yeah. person. Archer's So, when he won person. it, I was like, makes sense. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, or my other person, my fourth person, would have been somebody that, like, they want to build that Hobbs guy. They are build Sonny. Put them in that match. So, you kind of go, you have an underdog. Mm-hmm. And then the other three superstars are very well known. You have yeah. a new person, seasoned, somebody new, and then somebody else, a big name in there. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that the butcher was in there, even though I like him. I just yeah. don't think he should have been in the final four. But I, I, I'm not going to say I hated the battle royal because there was good was things. Unnec- but then there like, was it was yes, there was unnecessary. There was unnecessary stuff on it. <sighs> Shit, this might take a little bit longer than I thought. Uh, the ma- next match was uh, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. Yeah, unnecessary spots. I think that's all I need to say about it. it it's just. What the fuck? I don't know. I understand that Matt Hardy's the extreme guy and he does stuff like this, but dude, he hit his head. He, okay, so if you don't know, they were they were wrestling. They get into a scissor lift. They're fighting. They raise it all the way up. Yeah. And they then don't even raise it all the way up. It's like ten feet. Was it ten feet? Yeah, Maybe more. Like I think it was like fifteen feet. Probably. I don't know. It didn't anyway. look that. It didn't look high. Like to the to my point. The reason you do crazy spots is, A, you have to make it look crazy. Yeah. B, it has to be an optical illusion. Yes. You ha- It has to be as safe as possible, yep. but make it look as dangerous as possible. Yep. Neither one of these happen. Like, it looks like he raised, like, those things go up to 25 feet. They go pretty high, yeah. Like, so you raise it, like, if they say for, for a exaggeration purposes you raise it 15 feet it the way it's shot it still looks trashy it still yeah. it still looks like you raise something 20 feet and you're jumping onto a mat and a table or mm-hmm. three tables yeah that yeah. were set up for this because you know in every football stadium there's a lift with three tables set up with the AEW banner <laughs> on it like it was uh it was John Moxley's merch table for the people it goes that back for social distancing it goes and, back to I don't think Hardy knows his identity in AEW. And this is the first time that we've seen since he came with the delete character or the broken Matt Hardy Mm -hmm. that we have, that we've seen Matt Hardy not real, not kind of not really understand his identity. Yeah. He's switching. He literally is switching gimmicks. And that's the stupidest gimmick ever of him. God, fuck this thing. So, by the way, if you don't know, there's a gnat in yeah, the studio, and we could not kill it. And, uh, like, and I think, ultimately, I don't know. I feel like, ultimately, you have to get Sammy over with this. I thought so, too. And I thought so, too. That's what I thought. I thought what was going to happen was Sammy was going to beat Matt Hardy, because then Matt Hardy would leave. 
Or and not even that, getting like Matt Hardy wouldn't be in AEW, but he's so, another character. It, like Elephant in the Room is 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 such a controversial topic, but ultimately, if listen, I've been in the situation before. We were on a rooftop at uh, in Charlotte, and Slim J, who is our champion, is in the main oh, event. Yeah, flies out of the ring, hits his head on the floor, knocks himself out. What was this? The first and, minute of the match, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the first minute of the match. Him and Corey Hollis. And we go out there and we evaluate him. And I did the concussion evaluation yeah. on him. And he passed. And he goes, listen, I just bumped my head. He didn't have a knot on his head. His, eye, his pupils, weren't, his pupils right. weren't dilated. He answered all the questions yeah. right. And, like, that's an assessment. And I get it. But that was falling out of a ring. This is falling off of a platform. Yeah. And it looked terrible. He so hit even, his head on the concrete, and, too. And he did the freaking, like, knocked out wide receiver like he just he stiffened he, up yeah he's st- yeah like yep. there's in my mind we unless tony khan wasn't watching the monitor when it happened or missed it or i get i get being pressured to finish the match but there's so many ways theoretically that you could get out of that yeah without matt having to quit the company yep. or leave the company yep, yep. and i i think and i even think if God, <laughs> I even, God, I even think that if if that match would have went to a no contest after that and he was stretchered out, it would have even added better. so much more to even that better. story yep. that you could end, you could put the exclamation point on on dynamite yep. or somewhere else, yep. and and I just think they dropped the ball and they gave so much ammo to everyone because of this, yep. and it this sounds horrible. But it made Matt Hardy look like a veteran that shouldn't be wrestling. It did, and I will also say the the mats that they put underneath tables now, and the boxes that they do with with foam and stuff is yeah. being way too exposed in their shows. Yes, way too exposed. You saw it underneath the tables, and then they climb up the truss, and then Sammy Guevara, good fall though. Guevara yeah. fell, and when he hits it. The camera's shooting Guevara. You can see the freaking mat underneath, dude. Stop mm-hmm. doing that shit. He's a professional wrestler, and if he wants to go through tables, you gotta go through tables. Yeah, you can't cushion every single or fall. Just don't, just don't just do don't that do spot. It. Yeah, uh, and they should have never I don't restarted because if you watch Matt, match because, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Last thing I was gonna say was Matt when he got up, he was literally doing the sideways stumble walk. Yeah, and he when he was trying to throw him, he couldn't. He kept falling down. That's what I'm saying. Like just. Yeah. Okay, so thank God the next match um, is Hikaru Shida versus Thunder Rosa. I loved it. I think I've heard people talk about this match, and when I say I've heard some people, I mean a lot of people are like, it just wasn't the match what I thought. To me, it showed that these two women can go in there and have a legitimate technical wrestling match. Yes. And unfortunately, technical wrestling matches almost ceased to exist in the wrestling world now. In women's wrestling. In women's wrestling at that, too. You don't expect it. No. And so, I think it was unexpected. People don't know how to take it. I personally watched it, and I loved it. I loved every second I think it. this was match of the night. Yes, and I love the fact that they gave them time. That, yeah, they I gave think, them time to tell the story, to have the match. Yep. And I like the fact that they made Thunder Rosa, who is kind of unknown to the AEW, Right, but right. Is the NWA Women's Champion? Oh, I love that I she brought the belt lo- on. And I there. love that she brought the belt, and I love that they made her look like a contender. They yep. didn't just all of us have this eight minute match where 
the, our champion goes over, move on. And it should and it should be okay and that when you go lot. into somebody else's house and you lose, that gives you even more <laughs> ammo. So and when they come back, so it, you can build a story. And there was a lot of suspenseful moments in that match, like a lot of a lot of. Uh, like I remember one specifically, Thunder Rosa had a submission on. I was gonna say it was like the was it the Ring of Saturn she had her in Maybe. or something. I can't remember. I do remember she head, had. I remember she had her in a submission, and like you legitimately thought that. I was like, oh, there's no way, no and, way. Yeah, and that's Come that's on. the beauty of wrestling is when you when the wrestlers, the talent, women, men, it doesn't matter when they get you into that mindset where you don't know who's gonna win. That's the beauty of it. That's the that pinnacle great. of what you're wanting. Uh, to and create. there's not much to say about the match because it was. I loved it. That because that match was. We're trying to speed through these because we're. Running well, out that of time. that match it was just perfect. Yeah, it was. If you want to watch match of the night, go watch Hikaru Hikaru Shida. Then when yeah. that girl says her name, yeah, uh, Hikaru Shida. Very is one of the uh, best Thunder women's Rosa. matches of the year. Oh yeah, super good, super super technical too. Uh, the next one was Matt Cordona. And Scorpio mm. Sky and the Natural Nightmares versus the Dark Order. Can we just keep this one? I thought the match itself was actually good. It was okay. I don't but there understand. Was no That's what I'm saying. Why are we doing this match? The match was good. A filler match. It's exactly what it was. Um, I didn't care that it's just a filler match, even though to get Zack Ryder on your card. But That's another thing good. I have a problem with one is you have this guy who you can. I know I'm I'm big on don't push don't just don't push him into a championship picture just because of who but have him in a singles match just let him that's go what out I wanted I wanted a singles match if he could have fought one of the dark order nobody knows like, what he can do Allen Angels match. put him in there yeah that would have been a great match uh like I said I do agree I th- it's just the whole uh, Cody got attacked and then these AEW people are standing stop yeah no let Too Dark much. Order run run house it's okay Too much um oh okay AEW tag team. AEW tag team match. So uh, Omega, Hangman Page, and versus. I the like FTR. the story they're telling. I think it the was ma- it was so predictable. The so FTR was going to go over everything all the way up until the end. Was a clinic. It was good wrestling. It was it was it, it, it showed like very well that FTR was pulling away Omega, pulling away Page. They they separated the two the entire it time. It seemed like, like during the match, like there the timing was off. It wasn't as really? smooth as I thought it should be. I thought it was great. I thought I mean, it, was it was a, a good great match. match. It was an old school match. Yeah, and it I, was the, and I appreciate that because I think FTR may, needs to make people work their style. That see, that's what I liked is they made two single stars. Yes, look like they're out of place. Yes, and th- that's what I told Dylan that people are going to bitch him like, well, they just made them look like bitches. They should. Yeah. Yeah. FTR is literally one of the best tag teams in the entire world. They should beat two singles competitors because they do it on a consistent basis. That's why I didn't like them in WWE. Mm-hmm. They half-assed. They were getting beat by single stars all the time. Yep. That's so stupid. I FTR. Think, yeah, you have to do the complete opposite in AEW. You have to make them look like the superior tag team. And they were. So they, that whenever someone comes up, <laughs> Jurassic Express, comes up and finally beats <laughs> them out of the blue, yep. it makes them more... Well, they, and they it need makes them to downplay stars. it too yes. when that happens. Like <laughs> you, yeah. and I mean months yeah. and months and it of makes, FTR running. If ha- they if they run house like you're talking about for months and months, and then the uh, the next big tag team, whether it be best friends, whether it be yep Lucha like Luchasaurus and uh, Jungle Boy, whether it be Private Party, yep, 
Like, but the problem is, is the Bucks are going to beat them. You think the Bucks will? Yes. That's what they've led to, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. because the Bucks are going to avenge Co- Kenny uh, and Kenny and Adam. the one thing I do uh, kind of like is that they're going to put. I think that if they're kind of pushing for Omega to turn heel as opposed to Page. Which yeah. is kind of weird because it's Because at first I thought Paige. it was Paige, and then it's Teeter. And see, that's the thing about this storyline that I've liked so much is every week, every week, yeah, I'm like, Paige is being a jackass. But now, then you see Kenny beat the hell out of Marco Stone. What the hell are you doing? What? Where yeah. did that come I like, from? I like, I like the... But yes, the ending was predictable. Um, yes. I was like, he's going to... I No shit, dude. When we were watching, I told him, I was like, Hangman's taking a V-trigger tonight. And he's like, what are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and he shook his hand. He's like, yeah, he is. Did Kenny not hit a V-trigger in the middle of the match and they kicked out? What's um, the what's a Jungle Boy kicked out of the... No, well, he hit a V-trigger on... Uh, uh, not Dawson, but the other one. In the, uh, I think Cash they were against Wheeler. the rope. Yeah. Weren't they and against the rope? he kicked out, which is weird. Yes. Uh, when I, when that happened, I'm I was pretty like, sure that did happen because I remember thinking, why is a tag team wrestler kicking out of a single superstar's finisher? Yeah. Not, yeah. Finish. It was Signature, weird. Whatever, but it, but it, seemed, like, it did seem to me, it seemed like their timing was off the whole entire match. Yeah, that was, I, I didn't care for that. Yeah, that did happen. Or are we just imagining that? No, I think it did. I'm pretty sure that happened. I think sure it hit on happened. Wheeler. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't, but I don't know if. Like they came in. I don't know if it's broken up before a pinfall could be made or not. All right. So we well, are here. Oh no, no, we got, we got another one. match, right? Yeah, that's next. Jericho yeah. versus Orange I loved Canada. it. Okay. It's a gimmick match. It is what it is. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. I think that Jericho. I thought it was very over the top. Yes. Very over the top. But man, did I love every minute of it because not only is it a gimmick match, but Jericho makes the match so good. Yes. He just sells those matches. The over the top Jericho is the greatest. It's the greatest. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, speaking um RIP Ralphus. Yes. Yep. Ralphus. Uh passed away this week, I believe. Yep. Um but Orange Cassidy, Jericho, man, nailed this match. Um, I love the walls of Jericho, even teasing into a lion tamer for a second. I was like, oh, let's get into the lion tamer. No, he mm-hmm. didn't, you asshole. Yeah. But <laughs> when he hits uh, Jericho and he's mm-hmm. like leaning and he's about to fall into the pool, I'm like, it's not going to end right here. Then he bounces off the rope and he goes, <laughs> Superman bungees like, boop. Dude, Jericho's <laughs> back, like, backsplash into the, into the movie. Yeah, and I thing. was like, oh. <gasps> And then him floating, <laughs> the greatest. Once again, a match. Man, I'm glad that this pay per view wasn't flawless because we wouldn't have much to talk about. No, we have too we, much to talk about. Yeah, because it, it was a very mixed show. Yes, uh, but that was a very great. Oh, I think it was. I think it was one of the well put together. The, super, super good. One of the highlights of the pay per view. Oh yeah, yeah. And then of course you have Moxley versus MJF. I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm not either. I want to see what they're going to grade it. Yep, that's what I said too. What they is? gave it the literal letter grade I would have. B? They said a B plus. Yeah. I gave it a B plus because MJF, the whole time leading up into this, talked that much shit. Mm-hmm. Moxley, I can hang with you. I can do this better. I can do that better. 
you're not the man that's supposed to be writing this ship. Mm-hmm. I'm the man that's supposed to be writing this ship. And that's what I love the most about this storyline. Even though he didn't win it, it's still okay. He hung with them. That's what that's the mm-hmm. that's the thing. And that's what you were afraid of two weeks ago when yeah. we talked about it was they're just gonna blow it. They're gonna blow it because if he I, doesn't win it, how else are they gonna build it? And I they, love that he had he to use his beat his ass finisher. Oh, and okay, so again, about five minutes before the ending, I lean over to Dylan. I go, he's going to hit him with the paradigm shift. Yeah. And Dylan's like, he can't use it. And I was like, the referee will be distracted. And he's like. It's the only thing, like, kudos to both. Oh, the Wardlow, when he threw the ring, yeah. it landed perfectly. Yes, yes. And the, Everything, the like, I meet. This is. Oh, so good. In my mind. It proves that MJS deserves to be in the in the main event picture yes. of AEW. Yes, and it also everybody did their part in that match to yes. make it amazing. And even to I the love, point where Wardlow like, even cost him the match. Yes, threw him in the ring, oh. landed perfectly. When he picked it up, the look, oh. MJF looking up and deer in the headlight look. Yeah, it and was Moxley going, gotcha. Wow! Oh, the sale so afterwards. Good. It was just, yeah, it was. Uh. Um. So I, I, another aspect of that match that made it even better. Oh my god, that MJF was bleeding. Yes, that is a perfect situation where a, a wrestler needs to bleed when he's bleeding and you're watching it, and he's still hanging in he's still competing and he's still going toe to toe with moxley i'm going yeah man yeah well you're it's fighting making, your ass yeah, off. it's and, uh, making it's making him eat his words but he's also proven himself right right because it's not right. if he if he went in there like there's a terminology of bleeding at the right time like bleeding is overdone in professional wrestling now right because it's color is money yeah but like when you do it at the right time, the right place, in the right situation, it tells so much more of a story. You're like, oh my god, they're and it gets somebody so much more over. Yep. And when MJF is saying consistently, like, "I'm better than you. I can hang with you. I can do this or that," you have to make him go through these obstacles to prove that he and can when hang. He bled, he's better. Oh, and when perfect. he bled, it was just like beautiful, yeah. oh, beautiful. It was like art. Yeah. And definitely. another part of the oh, another part of the match was. His blood started drying up, mm-hmm. and then Moxley put him in that coquina clutch sleeper thing that yeah. he does. And when he did, when he pressed down on his head, it—I mean, his face was complete not dry, but there was dry yeah. blood spots. But when he put it on, it just went. Yeah, he bled even more, and I was like, oh, "You it looked amazing at the end of the match." It looked so good. Um, and like I said, Wardlow and MJF, even though Moxley MJF did their thing the entire time, Wardlow was still getting over in his storyline yeah. with MJF yeah. on it's the a, side. It was the perfect, like, it made me second guess what I was saying about Moxley. I was going to ask you that. That was my question. Because Do you think Moxley is building people? I think he built, I don't, I think he built, he's building MJF. Yeah, yeah. And also, to the point of that you could hear. If you don't when, know, he did kind of shit on Moxley. I did. <laughs> two yeah. weeks ago. I feel like Moxley just showed up and has been given everything. We had a different like opinion who, uh, on like, it. Who else has Moxley got over? He went through Kenny Omega, ran right through him, went through Jericho, went right through him. This is the first 
up and coming star that's the future I think of the it company. tells that story that, though even better that he went beat Jericho for the title mm-hmm. next uh, what was the other one you said uh, uh, my, uh well Kenny then he beat yeah he beat he Omega beat first Kenny. and then he well yeah he beat Kenny cool goes beats Did Jericho he beat Kenny? Did they ever wrestle yeah 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 he won. they didn't wrestle originally when they were originally supposed to because yeah yeah of, um because he got hurt or he had he beat, staff infection he beat Pac yeah. That's what I'm saying. So the story that we're telling here, and, and I see what AEW is doing is he's just beating people left and right, left and right, left and right. He beat Cody. Did he fight Cody? Can't remember. Uh, but he beat... I don't think so. Uh, Brody Lee. Yeah. He beat Brody Lee, and that was a hell of a match. But the thing is, he went toe for toe. But the point that I'm making is that he's going toe-to-toe with all these wrestlers, and he's beating them, beating them, beating them. But this, this is, is the first exactly that he's, that he's built a future star. So now it looks... He's got the opportunity to build a future right. star. Right, and it, and it looks... Because when you're beating people left and right, like people that we yeah. know that are fantastic wrestlers, now that you have somebody like... MJF, who's stepping in the ring with Moxley, mm-hmm. he's going to prove himself. He did prove himself, but now a money maker. right? And now that he's had this match with Moxley, mm-hmm. now there's weak points in Moxley's game that you know he needs the paradigm shift. Yep. And that was a big exposure for MJF against Moxley, and it because it's like there's so many times he could have ended the match, yeah, but he can't because he's so reliant. On, the paradigm on that paradigm shift. So now this opens story. up another story for MJF or MJF um, Moxley. Moxley. I need to get another move that I can use. Mm-hmm. And MJF's like, "Well, I know I can beat you." Yep. So that was uh, all right. That We're was the way show. over time. So you give your grade for the entire show. I'm gonna give it a B minus. I'm gonna say C plus. Oh, we're right there. Okay. B minus. And the only reason I give it a B minus mm-hmm. is because it did end well with three matches. Three um, matches in a row, I yeah. thought. Well, excuse me, four. The last four matches with the women's, the tag, Orange Cassidy, and the AEW Championship yeah. match. It that had saved a, it. It did. Because everything before was kind of like, all right, well, we're here. That's then the only reason there. I give it a C minus is because you did. Rocky there start. was numerous times where un, I'm not counting Sidell. So unnecessary spots to put your top talent in danger. Yeah. That was, that was completely unnecessary. Yep. And you, and you, you got to get out, whether it be Hardy, whether it be Darby, whether it be Tony, whether it be this, the people that are booking or the, the collective group, mm-hmm. you have to get out of the mindset that you have to do crazy shit to get uh, right. viewers on your program. Favorite match. Um, probably Moxley MJF. Uh, close second is the women's match. I want to say them, but I have to say MJF and Moxley because it was that much of a... It was so a, fun. It was and, such a fun match. And then uh, the reason I say Thunder Rosa and Sheeta is because it was surprisingly fantastic. And Because I was thinking, this is going to be a good match. And it exceeded my expectations. Yeah. So I absolutely loved it. Favorite moment was the MJF color. Oh, that was my favorite moment. Yeah. Um... Lance Archer? No. I think my favorite one. How about Jungle Boy kicking out of every move the Young Bucks gave? Yeah. (laughs) That was pretty awesome. I think there's a moment that I thought that the tag team title match was over where they did a superplex, which was so beautiful. Oh. And then a big splash from Wheeler that I thought was Yes. I thought it was over right there, too. And the reactions. I love that. That hit me like, okay, that was the well done. Yeah, that was well done. 
yeah, that was a, it wasn't as bad. And I feel like I pulled you up a little bit because mm-hmm. it, when I talked to him on the phone right before I came over, I was like, oh, we got a lot to talk about. And I was yeah. like, oh, he's going to shit on. But you didn't shit on it as much as no. I thought you were. No. Okay. I'm trying cool. to be even keel. It was pretty even keel. Yeah. Pay-per-view, it was, it was Bad first half. I think, yeah. Good ending. Yeah. They, good I think the, the major players picked it up and, and made for a good show. And that's what you need. Yep. You need to but make you sure that to, you can rely on those guys. My, but problem, those, my only problem with it is unnecessary risk. That's the only reason that the first half was bad. Major takeaway. Do not do unnecessary trust, risk. Trust your brand. Trust your wrestlers. Yep. You Don't trust stupid spots to try to get views on YouTube yep. or to get people hurt. Yep. Agreed. All right. So we wrapped that up in about an hour and 15 minutes. Whew, That's good. That was a long one. <laughs> Don't forget, uh, starting in October, we jump on the Tuesday bandwagon at CHWSDY. So go follow them on YouTube, check them out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, go check out our Facebook and Twitter at Open Forum Show or on Twitter. On, that's on Twitter. On Facebook, it's uh, Wrestling Open Forum. The good old tweeter. Yep, WrestlingOpenForum.com. And if you want all the extra stuff like the upcoming uh, eFed. The eFed. The eFed that we're going to be doing drunken commentary on. Then, and you get Uncut, Episode 3. And you get... All kinds of other stuff, a live Q&A. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com backslash WF show. We have a $1, $5, $10, and $15 tier. And, yeah, we're going to be releasing some sh- new shirts here soon. So I thought you were going to say and some new schnit. Some new schnit. <laughs> some new shirts here soon. And, yeah, we're going to just keep pumping these out. Hopefully we got everything uh, like personal out of the way, and we can just knock these out. Now we can basis. focus on that. Yeah. And – on this Monday, check out the kickout. Wow. And Brad's got a new – Brad's been killing it the with these. Ring the bells. Or, yeah, ring them. What rings my bell? And eventually, I've recorded them. I just got to put them out. The uh, You Book It. Oh, yeah. You Can't Book It. We got to knock those out. But, yeah. yeah. So, thank you guys for watching. Uh, anything, Dutch? I'm good. good. For Dutch, I'm Patrick. And for Patrick, I'm Dutch. This is the Wrestling Open Forum Show. Wow, baby. 